0: setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Why are some private practices popular, in demand, and constantly getting new referrals? and others are working hard and spinning their wheels and barely getting any inquiries. Today, we're going to talk about word-of-mouth marketing and one of the major things that you need to focus on in order to get it. I'm Jenna Castro-Casbon, speech-language pathologist, business coach, and creator of the Start Your Private Practice System. And I'm on a mission to turn stuck SLPs, into successful private practitioners. If you're tired of dealing with high productivity requirements, high caseload sizes and low pay, it's time to take control of your professional, personal and financial life and finally get the freedom, flexibility and financial abundance that you deserve by working with private clients in your own practice. Join me here each week as I share tips best practices, and inspirational interviews on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you're a private practitioner or one in the making, you're in the right place, so let's get started. Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. Today, I want to talk about word-of-mouth marketing, the holy grail of marketing, I'm talking about this today because there's a lot of people who are focused on growing their private practices and hitting roadblocks. At the end of this month, I'm going to open slots in my completely overhauled and rebuilt Grow Your Private Practice Coaching Program. And what I'm going to talk to you about in this episode is something that we're going to talk a lot about in the program. And so I want to give you a little taste of it. Sound good? Okay, so if you're focused on growing your private practice and you're having a hard time, generally one of two things is happening. As I talk, I want you to think about which category that you fall into. Category one is not having enough clients. You have space in your schedule and time and the desire to see clients, but you haven't gained enough traction with your marketing to attract more people to your practice. Category two is that you have too many clients and not enough time to see them. Either you don't have enough time because your caseload is full Or you may also still have a full time or a part time job somewhere else, and maybe you're thinking about hiring or planning to do so, but you don't know who or how to hire. You just know that you can't serve all of these people who are seeking out your services. So, which category are you in? Not enough clients or too many clients? Today, I'm going to be speaking directly to people who are in the first category the people who don't have enough clients and need more and need to know how to position yourself and your practice in a way that will attract clients for you via word of mouth marketing. What I'm about to share is pretty powerful stuff. And I teach this as a more advanced marketing strategy because while it's good for beginners too, it's much more powerful for those who are looking to grow. What we're talking about today is word of mouth marketing and how positioning your private practice in a certain way is what will help you get even more word-of-mouth referrals. So what is positioning? Positioning refers to the impression that your potential clients, referral sources, and also your community at large have about you and your practice. If you get this wrong, meaning your practice isn't positioned optimally, a few things can happen. First, you run the risk of having none or too few clients, not enough interest. Are you struggling with this? Another thing that can happen too, which is equally bad and maybe even more frustrating, which is that you do get some referrals, but they're often the wrong kinds of clients or referral sources send you the wrong people. This isn't fun because you get all excited about a new lead, but it doesn't work out because it's not the right fit. Does that sound familiar? If either of these two things are something that you've experienced, It's because your private practice isn't optimally positioned, and this is the result. If you get this right, though, and your private practice is well positioned, a few things can happen, and hopefully, all of them will happen. First, you'll get consistent referrals, and you'll be able to attract enough of the right kinds of clients. And over time, you'll be able to fill your caseload and also the caseloads of others, and have a steady stream of referrals mostly through word of mouth. And you'll finally feel like your marketing efforts are working. This is a much better position to be in. Let me take a step back really quickly and talk about positioning in a different way to help you illustrate what I'm talking about. And then we're going to jump back into talking about positioning for your private practice. Okay. So I want you to think about cars for a second, specifically Honda Civics and Tesla SUVs. Now, even if you don't know anything about cars, which I don't really either, you know, the whole purpose of cars is to get you from point A to point B quickly. I think we can all agree on that. But there's lots of different types of cars and certain types of cars attract certain types of people. Car companies do this on purpose. This is what positioning is. How would you say that Honda Civics are positioned in the market? Think about it for a minute. Now, contrast that with Teslas. How are they positioned in the market? Think about how you would describe Teslas and what kind of people they are meaning to attract. Here's another example Southwest Airlines versus, say, Delta or United. How does Southwest differ from a quote unquote traditional airline? How are they positioned? Another easy-to-understand example is grocery stores, like regular grocery stores, versus Whole Foods. As soon as I said Whole Foods, you probably had certain adjectives or certain images in your head for who that store attracts versus quote-unquote regular grocery stores. You see where I'm going with this? Okay, back to private practice. How your private practice is positioned impacts who you attract. It impacts a few other things too, but I'll get to that later. When it comes to your private practice, what do you want to be known for? What do you want people to think of when they think about you and your practice? If the current answer is nothing because they don't even know about you, well, we have some work to do. But in your gut, you know what you want to be known for. But chances are you're not conveying that as clearly or as frequently As you need to. Listen, people are busy. They're distracted. They forget. Your business is your baby. The independent clinician is my baby. Your potential clients and referral sources well, they have their own babies. It's easiest if you want to be known for one thing. For example, when I say the name Autumn Reed Henning to you, what do you think of? Right? She was a recent guest on the podcast. How is her business and her private practice positioned? Think about that for a second. Another example is Tara Sumter or Jesse Ginsberg, both of whom have also been on this podcast. What are they known for? And how are their private practices positioned? I recently invited a private practitioner named Becky Spence of Achieve Therapy to come talk to folks in my higher level program about how she grew her private practice. She mentioned that there are 28 speech therapy private practices in Fort Collins, Colorado, which is where her practice is located. 28. Now, most would agree that that's a lot of competition for a small area, but Becky gets a steady stream of new referrals each week and local physicians know exactly who she is and who to send her. And she's accomplished this over time by being known as the provider to send medically complex kids and adults to. This practice doesn't do basic or They get great results for their clients and they become known to the doctors in their community and to other private practitioners who know who to send them. Now you don't need to be an expert level practitioner to be known for something. For example, you can be known for a service delivery model. Now everyone is doing telepractice, but before, if you were doing telepractice, that was unique, different, and notable. What about people who talk about having boutique private practices? That means different things to different people, but it is positioned in a certain way. Positioning your private practice isn't something that happens overnight, but it is something that you can control, how you position yourself and your practice. But there's two more P words that are a part of this, and I'm not gonna go into that on this discussion, But I want you to know about them. The first is perception. Positioning impacts perception, how you're perceived, right? And then price is the other one. Think back to the example of the Honda Civic versus the Tesla example and the price between the two different cars. If you're private pay, this is extremely important because people are willing to pay more for things that either are or seem more valuable. Now, don't lie, provide excellent services and be great at what you do or it'll bite you in the butt. But positioning, perception, and price all go together. And I want you to think about how they can go together for you. So was this helpful? Are you committed to working on this because you can tell what a difference it can make? If so, I wanna leave you with a few action steps. First, I want you to decide what you want to become known for. Then I think you should become very knowledgeable about it. Work with clients, take CEU courses, learn all that you can as you practice. You don't have to put your private practice on hold while you gain knowledge and experience. Make sure you talk to everyone who will listen about your thing, whatever it is. This is how people will start to associate you with your thing. For example, private practice is my thing. I talk about it all the time and I've become known for it. Lastly, I want you to change your marketing materials to reflect whatever your thing is. When people come to your website, they should immediately know who you serve and what you focus on as you help them. Make sense? If you thought this training was helpful and you're interested in learning more about the Grow Your Private Practice coaching program, head on over to Instagram find me i'm at independent clinician and send me a dm with the word grow these are the kind of things that we're going to talk about in this program but not just talk about them actively do them and get feedback on how you're doing in the process things like positioning is a bit of a long-term strategy but it can make a big difference this program helps growth-focused private practitioners grow their client base using advanced marketing strategies grow your income and increase your profitability, grow your systems so that you can scale and start to grow your team so that you can help more people. Grow Your Private Practice is a six month program with limited enrollment in each cohort. To learn more about the program and see if it's a right fit for you, hop on Instagram and send me a DM. Remember I'm at independent clinician and type the word grow in the DMs and we'll talk about whether it's the right fit for you. I hope this was helpful and talk soon. So now that you've started your private practice and are ready to grow it, you may find yourself with one of two problems. Either you don't have enough clients and you're frustrated with your marketing efforts, or you have too many clients and you've maxed out your personal caseload and are thinking about hiring. Either way, you might feel stuck. Growing a private practice is harder than starting one. Well, at least it used to be. First, I made starting a private practice as easy as possible, and now I'm helping growth-focused private practitioners grow their client base, grow their income, grow their team, and set up systems to scale in my completely rebuilt and revamped six-month program called the Grow Your Private Practice Coaching Program. If you need help from me and my team to increase your income and your impact, Visit growyourprivatepractice.com to learn more. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independentclinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.